Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rock and Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free hotline, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. You know, another thing about the uh, Cowboys is this uh, mayor kicker. They're going to get rid of him, too. He's missed 10 field goals this year, and that's tops in the NFL. He's the worst, you know, shanker in the league. And I don't even think anybody realizes that. They, they don't even realize how bad he is. But it was on full display tonight. And he didn't, I mean, it wasn't like it was the end of the world or anything, but he's missed 10. So uh, the bottom line is, you know, what do you need to know? The guy doesn't get it done. He missed one tonight. He made one. He was three for three um, extra points, but uh, he missed a big field goal that would have tied the game. Remember, it was 10-7, so you missed 10, and you're the worst kicker in the league in terms of misses. You're going to get caught. That'll be the end of it. I mean, they may keep him till you know, the end of the season because everybody's still, you know, hanging their hats on this ridiculous notion that they have a shot. You know, that don't worry about it. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're the most embarrassing team in it, right? Who isn't going to bet on the Niners or Seahawks in that game? I mean, honestly, watch the Cowboys win the game. That's the NFL for you. Everybody thinks they'll have no chance whatsoever. Carver, how do you give them any chance at all in that game? Because let's say they host the, the wild card game. Um, I got to see who they play first. But um, Either of those teams. Seahawks or the 49ers? Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I'd have to bet on both of them. Yeah, uh, uh, probably. But the we got to see what, you know, the line will probably be. How bad are they going down the drain? Three straight losses. The longest losing streak of the season for them. And at, at, the, the, at, the, at the worst, the worst time. time. At right. the absolute worst time to have a stretch like this. Dead man walking. Seeing this guy having a press conference right now is just he's absolutely finished. See, the hard part about it is, is like we say every week, you know, they have talent. They have talent on this team. They do. And they got Zeke, Cooper, Dak. Yeah, they got a strong offensive line. They have some. I don't think their defense is that great. That that's one thing for me. They they have Smith and Van Der Esch. He Laura, didn't play, did well, he? When Van Der Esch plays, that's when they're better. You notice who's been out the last few Van weeks? Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch. And that's where the problems have been. Van Der Esch is so huge for them. And Lawrence is obviously he's a a game wrecking. Jalen Smith's a badass. Jalen Smith is too. But I that's it. But I don't think they're secondary. So secondary. I I literally think they have. And I'll give you know uh, I'll give you. Gallup's been pretty decent for him, but I'm saying literally it's a six-pack of, of talent. They have about six players that matter But I, I on the think whole that, team. I think that, 
when you have that kind of talent, you know, one game on a Sunday at home against one of those two other teams, is it impossible? I don't think it's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. I mean, I'd give it about two out of ten. Two chances in ten. All right. You know, that that's – I'm with you there. I mean – That's fine. The, I think that the that – The Bills went to the bathroom on them. I, I, I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to win the game. And the Bears are – the what they are pathetic, and they went to the bathroom on them. I, I actually still believe the Eagles are going to win the division. I don't even think the Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. I think that the Eagles are going to find a way to win three of their last four games here, including the Cowboy and, one. And what gives you that impression after that performance eight, against Miami? Eight, eight. The Cowboys will finish 7-9 and nine or something, and the Eagles are going to win the end. And then Jerry fires everybody. Well, he doesn't have – I mean, they don't have contracts, so he – bye. You know, we're not bringing you back. See you later. See you. So, same thing. Yeah, you know, for the most part. Where are all the Dallas Cowboy fans? In bed? Probably. I mean, what are you out in your backyard uh, smoking a fatty because you got to get over it? Or are you at the bar drinking shots to forget you even watched it? I mean, seriously. That was unbelievable. Here he is again having another press conference after Jerry the game. Jerry talking again? Jerry talking. I'm going to see if I can find what he said here. They trailed by at least 17 points in two straight games. That, what was it, Buffalo in this one? Where they're getting clocked. What was it at one point? Uh, what were they down? Thirty-one. What was it? Twenty-four-seven. They were down. Twenty-four-seven. Then they got it to twenty-four-fourteen. Uh, right. And then the Bears. That was on the Trubisky touchdown. They made it thirty-one-fourteen. It really is unbelievable. They outscored them seventeen-seven in the first half, and um, they scored twice in the second half. Once in the third. Once in the fourth. And the Bears win it. And that's that. Like I said, uh, Trubisky finally looked good in a game. And I thought, you know, Montgomery looked good. And um, I thought Allen Robinson had a great game. Two touchdowns. Anthony Miller had a touchdown. And then, you know, the defense, uh, they had everybody getting in on it. Kyle Fuller had a good game. Tolliver had a good game. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix had a good game. Deion Bush had a good game. Uh, I thought uh, Khalil Mack had a sack. Eddie Jackson had a sack. And I just thought, you know, what do you need to know? Uh, Corderell Patterson had a couple of uh, nice runbacks. Average 22 a pop. Had a 32-yard runback. I mean, the Bears just kicked their ass. Six ways till Sunday. That's all there is to it. Where are the Cowboy fans tonight? You got to, I mean, at least call up and bash your team. You got to at least just say, I've had enough. I mean, what, are you happy about it? You enjoyed that, huh? Soaking it in? 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Reaction from Dallas. We want to hear from you. Jim is in Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I, uh, I had to stop and get a fatty. From a guy, <laughs> I believe I, uh, it. I uh, I've been a lifelong Cowboys fan, although you know Texans are good too. I like them second best. Right. This is a disgrace. I feel like an, I should be an ostrich with my head in the sand, or have a paper bag over my head with two holes for the eyes and the nose. The only question is, uh, Coach, who's going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Who 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 can? Come in there. Somebody from college? I don't know. 
Uh, you know, all right, well, there you go. One of the guys I think that um, I actually think that they should uh, consider, uh, two of them, I would, you know, I guess one of them would be Rivera and and the other one would be um, uh, Eric Bieniemy, who's getting, you know, rave reviews from uh, a lot of people, mostly Andy Reid, and everybody knows the Andy Reid coaching tree is he's got a long lineage of successful uh, guys that have coached with him. So uh, that have learned under him and everything else and learned his ways and people believe in him. And you know, it just, uh, it just reminds you of, you know, they, these coaches that do well, then all their assistants get jobs, but the enemy's high on the you know list of, of guys that are next in line. And I think, you know, the guy that they want actually is Lincoln Riley, uh, the guy from uh, Oklahoma, right? Isn't that what, where he is? So I think that he's the guy that, that uh, Jerry Jones has his eyes on. But you never know. I mean, how much does I, – I don't know if he listens to Stephen Jones. I don't know if he listens to his son. Maybe his son thinks it's better that they hire someone with experience uh, that, you know, really like Rivera who's got it. And then um, maybe somebody thinks it's, uh, you know uh, – the old Packers coach, McCarthy, you know, maybe somebody thinks that it's that guy because, you know, I still think he can coach. And, you know, if that guy stays out of football another year, he won't coach, right? You know, it's one or it's either sit out one year and then get a gig again or what? He's going to miss two years, three years, and then get a gig? I, I have my doubts. So, you know, that guy's going to be interviewing for jobs, I would think. I think both of them, Rivera and McCarthy, will be in the mix. McCarthy has had, you know, postseason success. So, you know, this guy's done it all. And then they got this guy, Garrett, who never does anything. And, you know, I got to tell you, I'm just going to be honest. I've been hearing about this guy, Garrett, for so long. I want to puke that he's this great coach and everything. And uh, that he's, you know, they love him. And everybody thinks so highly of him. And I I think it's uh, laughable. I frankly think it's laughable because he's been, frankly, atrocious as a head coach, right? I mean, what has he done in Dallas but lose? I mean, honestly, I don't think he's good. Ray in Arizona. Hey, what's up? Hey, dude. Hey, the worst thing that can happen to Dallas is they fool around and win one or two more games. And Jones rekindles his love for Garrett. That would be the absolute worst thing. My question is, who 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 is he going to hire? Is he going to hire another Clapper? Did, or I, did I, I've just sat here for five minutes and gone through a, a list of, of people. Uh, they've lost. Uh, th- they've gone three and seven in their last ten. Mafia, did I not just go through the list of everyone I think that could get that job? And then the guy asked me the same question. Right. I mean, you're just not listening. I just went through the list. So now, like five, six guys. I, I just went to McCarthy, uh, you know, Rivera, Lincoln Riley, Eric Bieniemy, uh, McCarthy. I mentioned all of them endlessly, over and over. John is uh, on the road to Seattle. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, well, thanks for taking my call, guy. Uh, my take is, and I, I'm a Packer fan, and my son's a Seahawks fan, uh, but long and the short of it, how many other GMs do you know that not weekly, but almost daily do the theatrics and the baloney that uh, Jerry, whatever his name is, does, you know, it, let, 
quit putting the pressure on the staff. Get get out. You don't belong there. And get a, and the coach. I mean, how, geez, the guy never had a chance to be good or bad, really, did he? I mean, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, look, uh, let's face facts. Uh, the reality is this: is that Jerry Jones is he just did a twenty-five minute uh, press debriefing in the uh, bowels of the stadium at Soldier Field and answered a thousand questions. He is the voice and face of the franchise that he owns. That's worth. You know, billions. So he doesn't care what you think, and he's going to keep talking. If he cared what anyone th- thought, he wouldn't have uh, done 50 million of these after every single game. Every single week, he does radio shows. Every single week, he does television interviews. Every single game, he does post game press conferences. The last guy to be heard from is the head coach. He has absolutely no power whatsoever, Jason Garrett. None. It's all Jerry's world. That's why they call it Jerry's world. Jerry Jones is not going to stop talking because you don't like it. Or because you think that he's screwing up the head coach. That head coach is, as I said, fair to Midland at best. He's been a very average coach in the NFL. It, you know, I guess he's clean cut looking or something because everybody falls for it that he's this, you know, you know, quality coach. He's not. He's terrible. That's it. Now everybody keeps talking about he'll be coaching somewhere else. I wouldn't hire that guy uh, if you know you. I, honestly, if I was married to his daughter. I mean, honestly, he's bad luck. Let's face facts. Stop with this stuff that he's good. All he does is lose. That's it. That's all he does. He loses. McCarthy won a Super Bowl. You can hate him all you want. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and him didn't get along in the last couple of years. So what? He's another, he's a prima donna himself, isn't he? Yes. Everything has to be approved by Aaron Rodgers. Same thing as LeBron James. Everything has to go through LeBron James. You can't do anything unless LeBron approves of it. Shut up. McCarthy was a winner in Green Bay. That's all there is to it. You got sick of him because you didn't win Super Bowls every single year because you're all spoiled. That's it. He's a better coach than Mike McCarthy's a better coach than Jason Garrett six ways till Sunday. And your boy's saying that Garrett never had a chance because Jones does these press conferences. Never had a chance. He's been there for nine years. Yeah, never had a How chance. How much more of a chance do you need? He, that guy throws money at this team left and right to try to get the best players. He's had tons of talent. Don't tell me he hasn't had a chance. He's had every chance in the world. He's had more chances than people want to ever give him. They want him fired three, four, five years ago. Ten, uh, Ty in Pittsburgh on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Hey, what's going? Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, what up? Yeah, what up, bro? Appreciate everything you've done, my man. Uh, I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life, man. It's just it's not enough aggressiveness. They got to get Jason Garrett out of there. Bring in another co- another coach. Right, that's inevitable. He's doomed. I mean, the guy's as good as fired tonight. That his his time in 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 Dallas is so over. It's not even funny. Not only that. If he wins a wild card game, he's still getting fired. How's that sound? He's getting fired anyway, no matter what, because they're terrible. And they, you know, three and seven and ten, they've lost three in a row. They're choking on uh, the end of the season, like uh, somebody having the Heimlich maneuver in a restaurant. Their their season's over. Like as far as I'm concerned, it's over. Even if they make the division and win it and get a wild card, they're going to get their ass beat. And he's getting fired. He's yeah, getting fired as bad. sure as I'm sitting here. Since Jerry Jones likes to spotlight so much, not to be not to be controversial, but I think they should, if the NFL will allow it, sign Antonio Brown. I'm just saying. Uh, listen, it doesn't matter. They could get Jesus, and they wouldn't win. They're not a good football team. When that's is anybody? That's what they need down there. Yeah, right now. let's get another guy that's a fire starter. Uh, he'll ruin everything. It's already burning down the house. Bring him in, and that'll be it. And forget calling the fire department. If you got him there, he'll just ruin everything in five minutes. Spe- speaking him? of cancer. 
How would you pay Antonio Brown? You just signed Zeke. You're gonna have to pay Cooper. You're gonna have to pay Dak. Where's money for Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, good luck getting a job, dude. Everybody hates him now. He's a pariah. 855-212-4-CBS. Call the show, you femmes. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227 to get on the bench and whack some mahogany with us. Shake it. What did I want to tell you? A, the podcast of this show comes out after the show and tomorrow morning on Twitter at Scott Farrell at On The Bench CBS and on Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. Very popular, the Farrell On The Bench show podcast. It's about two hours and 15 minutes, no commercials. I think you'll dig it if you can't stay up late because you're a femme. Uh, then catch the podcast. People uh, seem to love that uh, way to listen to the show, so there it is. And then um, it's also on, uh, I believe, what is it, radio.com? Is that where it is? That is correct. So it's uh, very exciting. Also, uh, just wanted to tell you, we get preempted a lot for sports play-by-play and, and markets because we're on everywhere and then some all over North America and even the Southern Hemisphere, frankly, because uh, we're on a satellite as well. So the show, you can catch it anywhere, but games uh, preempt me all the time, whether it's hockey, NBA, college basketball, baseball, football, Monday night, Thursday night football, whatever it is, and I'm not on, and you're like, Pharrell's not on, that sucks. Well, that's just not good enough. That's just, an, uh, just a terrible excuse to not listen to me because we're on everywhere on these apps, the CBS Sports app, four hours every night, boom, free. We're on uh, the radio.com app every night, four hours, free, boom. We're on Ask Alexa, four hours every night, boom. Just say, play CBS Sports Radio, there you go. And then we're on uh, Sirius XM app, channel 206. If you like paying for radio. So all those have all four hours every night, no questions asked. And then... Uh, we're on wherever you listen on the radio. If the station has me preempted, go to those sites, go to those apps. Otherwise, have a sandwich and a beer and a spleef. You'll be fine. Or get some leg or something or call your local administrator or congressman or assemblyman or senator. Or the governor. Ah, ready. Here we go. George in Los Angeles. You're on a bench. Pharrell, you're the best, brother. Man, your picks made me a lot of money this this uh, past few days. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. And my comment is I think the Rams will take out the Seahawks Sunday night because they're desperate, and, and that's it for them. And the Cowboys are in trouble. Is quite obvious. I agree with you. Garrett is, is gone no matter what. Win, lose, or draw, he's, he's gone. Adios. Honestly, anyway. I, I honestly believe that if he wins a wild card game, if if they hypothetically get into the wild card and, and they were to stun, which is what it would be, the Niners or the Seahawks, uh, I guess that's who they'd play, uh, which it's not going to happen. If they were to stun them and win, he's still getting fired. I mean it. He is not being there. He will not be there next year. They're not keeping that guy. All he does is lose. Jerry Jones is sick and tired of it. It's written all over his face. What does the NFL do if a 6-10 and 10 team wins the NFC? East? They play the playoff game in Dallas. That's what they do. We're not going to go down this road again, George. That's the way it works. That's the way the cookie crumbles. If you don't like it, uh, you know what I say? Go to bed. Mike in Indiana. Mike. For real, how's it going, man? Hey, dude, what's happening? 
Hey, I got to touch base with you guys again. Another wonderful show, man. I got to figure it out. You guys just don't inform and enlighten. You're you're what what's called entertainment. You guys actually entertain. It's hard to come by nowadays for us. So what a great show again. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, Mike. In that sweet Hoosier state, that's where I'm from. I went to IU. Did you really? Hey, yeah. hey man, I don't want to disappoint you, but I am in Indiana, and I say that. Man, I'm wildcat through and through. I'm definitely an implant. I, I'm a Kentucky boy. I'm a hillbilly. Well, man. that's your problem. I, I talked to a, a lawyer today, and he um, he went to Kentucky as well. And I said, "You guys are really good at cheating." Thank you. Well, we haven't had you lately, though. We've just been kicking butt. Like you said last night, Kentucky's always good in basketball, and they are. Uh, no wonder people hate us. We're, we're good. Hey, I do want to touch base, though, on uh, the Cowboys, man. Right. Um, I probably started watching Dallas when I was about 10 or 12 years old, about four and a half decades ago. Mom, my mother was a huge Dallas fan for L, and because of Staubach, right? And, and, and obviously, unbelievable legend, absolute warrior. Shamey had to go out a little bit early because of the concussions. A lot of people don't remember that. Right. That's pretty much he was he was winding down anyway, but they cut it short. But mother loved the Cowboys. This is why I never liked the Cowboys. Back in the seventies. Oh, America's team America Yeah, America's the NFL's number one cocaine sniffing team in the NFL. So yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. What a, what a hypocritical deal there. Listen, I'm just glad they did blow, if that's what you're saying. Anyway, here's the deal. Uh, they've only been good twice, <laughs> when Roger was running it and when Aikman was running it. That's it, right? That saved us a lot of time, didn't it? Troy in Baltimore, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, uh, hi Pharrell. Um, thank you for taking my call. I'm a uh, first-year listener to you. Oh, cool, um, man. You're awesome, awesome personality. Oh, thanks. Uh, I was wondering if you could throw me a shot of uh, Crown Apple real fast. Can we get him Crown Apple right there? That's that flavored stuff. I, they got a vanilla, too. Shake it. Ooh. <laughs> um, so, anyway, my question is, I heard some news, probably a rumor, that Antonio Brown might be in talks with the Ravens. I know he's got some really bad baggage with him. And I think the Ravens could probably use a veteran, but I don't know someone of his caliber currently. Yeah, you know, if that's if, if that's true, uh, then so be it. And that's fine because I, I really don't give a rat's ass, I have to tell you. But if I were – this is just me. If you have the best team in the NFL, which they do, they're playing the best football in the NFL right now, what better way to screw it up than to bring in Mr. Lymphoma? To the, to the scene. You know, let's bring in Hodgkin's lymphoma to the, you know, why don't we add the guy that just ruins everything he touches to the championship season? I don't think uh, John Harbaugh's that stupid. Are you kidding me? If that happens, I'll keel over. Really, do you really think that's going to happen? Does anyone really buy that? No. Jesus. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Anyway, uh, do you know about this clown? Uh, is this guy matter? The one that, uh, the Cowboys... Antoine Woods, is that his name? Uh, he's being accused of tampering with evidence uh, because he allegedly uh, put a lit uh, doobie in a water bottle. So what? The cops say Woods was pulled over around 11.15 at night for going 77 in a 60. During the stop, the cop, of course, smelled weed and believed Woods was stoned and asked if there was weed in the vehicle. He admitted to having a bunch of marijuana in the car, allegedly. The officer says Woods had a backpack containing two mason jars of weed and a small gold cylinder of weed, allegedly. 
The officer says he noticed a half-empty water bottle with a joint floating in it, allegedly, and claims Woods admitted to putting it there while he was pulled over. Uh, so they nailed him for getting rid of potential evidence. Oh, God. It, it, could the cop, what, does he want to sleep with him, too? Jesus, is, is the mason jars full of weed not enough for you there, Popo? What's next? You going to check his cavity? Cough twice and call me Charlie. <coughs> Uh, Antoine Woods arrested in Texas for weed. So uh, he started eight games for the Cowboys last year. was busted in Frisco, Texas. Uh, there's always stories coming out of Frisco, Texas, isn't there? Sounds like uh, Jupiter, Florida with the popo there. Anyway, he was uh, at USC in the 2012 to 2015 window. Uh, instead, he uh, apparently signed with the Titans as an undrafted free agent, later signed a two-year deal with the Cowboys. Uh, this year he's been worthless, and now he's got a mug shot for throwing a doobie in a water bottle. And I wonder if the cop took some of the weed home to smoke it himself. You know what I mean? Like his, that's what they do usually. They get like some of the weed and you know grab a couple of little buns out of the oven. It's possible. You never know. Either that or they beat them up, right? Don't they beat them up and turn off their body cam and then pummel him a few times with a nightstick there you go I, I don't what do I care if, if Antoine no one's ever heard of him got busted with a bag of weed who cares jars of weed I love how they did uh, the story as well that there was also a uh, you know gold cylinder of weed <laughs> I mean what's next he's hiding it in his gold grill he hit a doobie in his mouth. How stupid are guys, too, though? I mean, you got mason jars worth, like, you know there's a limit to what they could really bust you on. And you're driving That's 80. Why you have that much with you? Just bring a little, just bring what you need to, to get you through and just drive like that. You can't get as much trouble in. And again, he, he admitted to putting it in there. Why would you admit that? They can't prove it. Why are you admitting it, stupid? Yeah. Also, uh, you know, I guess I, I just don't get it. Why you? If you're driving with an ounce or more of weed, why would you drive 80? You know why? I told you why. Because in Texas, I said this the other night. When I was down there, everybody was driving 100 miles an hour on those freeways. It's just like L.A. There's nobody slowing down for anything. Errol Spence doing a buck five. I mean, they, people drive 100 there. I seen it. I was scared to death <laughs> when I went to the. Uh, Spence fight. I was driving around Dallas. Then again, I was driving 90 in a Jag. Check out. Ooh. Andrew in Miami. Yeah, what's up, bro? First time, long time. Hey, man. Can we get him a beverage? Uh, Pharrell Pub's flowing this evening. Yeah, buddy. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, my question for you, I heard your, um, your list of potential coaches for the Cowboys. Right. So, J.D. Garrett's been there, what, nine, ten years now? Yeah. About that, but he's a yes man. Uh, which which one of those people would you say would be the yes man that Jerry Jones wants? I think the, you know, I think it's uh, Lincoln Riley's the yes man he wants, but I think that, uh, you know, to me, I, I don't know. If it, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever heard of. Uh, the, he's a hot commodity. Uh, he's, he's very popular. He's got a name. His offenses are explosive. Why the hell not? Uh, this guy's boring. Uh, he's he's like a he's like a nerd, and he's just uh, 
He's a stiff, and he loses. I mean, what more do you need to know? I got all these people texting me and tweeting me tonight about all their success. Some guys telling me, oh, Dak's the second winningest quarterback since 2016 and Brady and all the rest. Listen, call me uh, crazy, but show me what you've done lately. You know what I mean? What have you done for me lately? All they do is lose. All I they don't do care is about regular season wins. How many playoff do wins does he have? Playoff wins, Super Bowls. That's all that matters in Dallas. What? What are these regulars? They were three and zero, and that's what you want. Hundred thousand fans go crazy because you win the first three games of the season. But when it matters most, it's December. You know, November, late November, and December. That's it. January, boom. There's nothing else. You can have all those early season wins you want. Look what that got you. It got you nothing. Not a pata. You know what in. And as much as we like to talk about Jerry and Basham for all the control he has and how he doesn't, you know, relent any of this and kind right. of have his finger in the pie, I don't think you necessarily need a yes man for him to hire because Jerry Jones has shown that the one thing that matters to him is winning. He had Parcells. There can't be less of a yes man coach in the history of the NFL than Bill Parcells. If there's a guy that can guarantee him winning, he doesn't have to say yes to him. He just has to get him wins. I think the other, like, look, uh, I I think, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley's the yes guy that, if that's what you're looking for, some yes guy. I think what he wants is someone that uh, wins games and score, you know, they score a lot. And, and people pay a lot of money to watch teams score a lot. If you're great and you win, uh, people will pay a lot of money. Uh, they pay a lot of money anyway to see them lose. But the bottom line is that, look, and, and if you're going to talk about experience, I'm going McCarthy or Rivera. There you go. And uh, but we'll see. I I think the the smell is Lincoln Riley that everybody's sniffing. So we'll see what it uh, turns into. But the, he's already guaranteed that uh, Garrett will be coaching next week on the sideline. So it's it, it's pretty obvious. I think that he's gonna uh, fire him at the end of the season, not during like Rivera got it. Uh, Larry in Houston. Hey, thanks, thanks for taking my call for real. Yeah, thanks, man. Pleasure to be on your show, man. Cool, dude. I. Yeah, man, enjoy this to you every night. Actually, man, I need a uh, I need a cold one, bro. Can we get him a freshie? Yep. Uh, everybody wants a freshie from the Ferrello Pub. Check out. You've got the best. You've got the best. I got to say, man, uh, watching that game tonight, it's uh, sort of a sick pleasure of mine. And any, I think, self-respecting Texans fan, like, to watch the Cowboys implode like that. Um, you know, it's really funny um, because they have all this uh, – self-respect that's, you know, based upon their, their past glories. But, you know, they crumble under the weight of expectations these days. And, uh, you know, it's just another uh, – it's almost like placing a wager on a game. Uh, I don't even have to have money on the game. If I just watch the Cowboys lose, that's, <laughs> that's enjoyable enough Yeah, I, b- I believe it. And, listen, you got a good football team, uh, certainly better than the Cowboys. The Texans are – uh, certainly more dangerous than the Cowboys, and they win, and they, you know, they get to the playoffs, and and they're tough. Uh, and dealing with Watson and, and Hopkins is a nightmare. And um, playing the Cowboys is like a celebrity cruise. You just, they're all getting all the attention and fame and glory and all the ESPN. ESPN sucks uh, that that you know Cowboys tailpipe like no other. I mean, they just do. I, I thought they were going to do their entire Sports Center on the Cowboys. They can't get enough of them. Meanwhile, they never win. It's so embarrassing. It's like, are you how pathetic are you? All you ever do is talk about the Cowboys, <laughs> and they never win. I mean, they they absolutely suck, and that's all you talk about is that team. It's so funny to me. What a waste of time. Chris in Birmingham. How you doing, Scotty? Hey, Chris. Uh, so good evening. Another good night of uh, football and seeing the Cowboys once again to lose another game. It's like it's like a second nature now. 
Um, can you put on, by the way? Uh, it's, it's, it's a good night, so I feel like you're drinking a good, good get him a Get him a beverage, yeah. Listen, uh, I, I it's a good night because I had the Bears to win and getting three, a double cover on the money line spread. That's, mm-hmm. that's what's good about it. I thought, but, um, uh, I thought Chicago dominated the Cowboys. Uh, but I, I, I just want to discuss um, two things. Like I called, called like a while back and told, and picked my, I told you my um, my picks from the division winners. So far, most of them worked out except for the AFC North and the NFC West. Uh, the, in the NFC North, I picked the actually the Ravens to be like a wild card, but I didn't think Ben Roethlisberger would go down. As far as the NFC West, though, that's the big question I want to, I want to talk to you about. Um, um, obviously, the Four Niners are a big surprise. Everyone, everyone thought that they, that the Seahawks were going to get together, Russell Wilson. But the biggest thing with the, the NFC West is how the hell aren't the LA Rams like at least number two in the division? They they have too much talent to be this bad. Listen, I think they're done, but uh, I do believe like because I mean they have very little chance. I mean, they have very little chance of making it based on everyone else's record. Right? <clears throat> they're alive. I won't I won't deny that, but. Here's the point. I think that they actually can upset Seattle this week and get even further into the mix. Seattle has done everything right. They win every game. They won on Monday night. Everybody's happy, blah, 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 blah. They're going to L.A., and I agree with the uh, George earlier saying they're desperate. The Rams are desperate for this win. They are going to you know, literally be all out in this game like no other. I think they've got a shot. Mistakes happen if they turn the ball over, if they get a pick late or a fumble late, that could kill them. But if they're in the game, I think they have a shot on, on uh, Sunday night. I really do. Then here's the real shocker. I think – San Francisco upsets the Saints in New Orleans, and then the uh, you know that changes things back to a tie, right? It, it, Carver, I win that tie it again because the the Seahawks are up on the Niners now. But if they're the tied, they're tied right now, but the Seahawks have the have tiebreaker. The, but if the Seahawks lose to the Rams and the Niners win, then then you got a real uh, situation on your hands. Correct. That's what I think is going to happen. So we'll see if it uh, pans out. And they do play one more time here at the end. And that, that'll determine who wins the division. And the loser will go to Dallas and kick the Cowboys' ass in the wild card or Philadelphia. Sal in Maryland. Yes, Phil. Nice speaking to you. Hey, man. I was raised a Cowboys fan. I, was, I grew up watching them during the days of Dorsett, Landry, Chutal Jones. Right. The first, I remember when, uh, when, when Dallas was the first one in 15 season with Jerry Jones. When, um, so... When Jerry first took over. Right. So watching that was like watching that bad car wreck. You can't turn your head. Right. Listen, I'll say this. Uh, You know, anything you can uh, say about Jerry Jones, I don't blame Jerry Jones for this team this year. I mean, he gave them everything they needed, if you ask me, in terms of players. And, you know, I think they do have players that can make plays and win games. They're just not winning. They got no luck. Nothing's gone their way in this losing skid and in this, you know, 3-7 and seven run they're on after going 3-0. and oh. But I'll say this. No one was mocking Jerry Jones when Troy Aikman was winning three Super Bowls, right? I mean, so you can say whatever you want about him. It, it's like I've always said this. You could talk about, you, you don't like my uh, Steelers? We got six Super Bowls. You don't like my Penguins? We got five Stanley Cups. You don't like Carver Highs, Islanders? They got four Stanley Cups. You know, uh, the Niners, they got plenty of Super Bowls. Uh, you could talk about whatever you want. 
But Jerry Jones brought you Super Bowl trophies. So if you want to blame him, go ahead and blame him. He's laughing all the way to the bank. The team's the number one profitable team in the league. He's got Lombardi's up and down in the foyer of their offices. So he gets the last laugh. The fact that they suck now is just cyclical, right? It just happens. They're in a down run right now. They're not winning playoff games. They're not winning titles. So everybody's quick to blame. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.